You are listening to Starter Girls Podcast with Jennifer Loading. Whether you are starting a project, starting a business, starting a brand, or starting a movement, we are here to talk about it. And I'm super excited today. I've got Kirk Kwasnick on the line today. And so we're going to welcome him in here. And I'm going to tell our listeners a little bit about you, Kirk, before we get you on here. So sit tight for just a second. All right. Kirk is the president and founder of Mogul Wealth Strategies, LLC. Since 1992, Kirk has helped his clients in financial, business, and estate planning, as well as financial advising, investment advisory, and wealth, wealth management services to both business owner, executives, and individuals. He's a graduate of Northern State University and has continued his studies through the American College. He's also a life and qualifying, excuse me, qualifying member of the Million Dollar Roundtable, as well as the top of the table, which is widely recognized as the standard of excellence in life insurance sales performance. When he's away from the office, Kirk competes in Ironman triathlons and enjoys traveling. Kirk and his wife, Sonia, reside in Frisco, Texas. They have a blended family of five children and a dog named Curly. So welcome, Kirk, to the Starter Girls podcast. Super excited to have you here. Thank you. You have a great bio. I had to condense some of that so we could talk here. Yes, we need time. Exactly, exactly. So what I want to start off with, I want you to tell us a little bit about how this company came about, because obviously you've been in this industry for a while. So tell us how this all came about and what makes this company so unique? Okay, yeah. So glad to be here, appreciate the time. And yeah, we've been around for 28 years or I have in this practice. Uh, Mogul Wealth is a DBA of course, and it's, it's been around for about 15, 16 years. So, um, but I've been with the same broker dealer the whole career. And I think that's a unique thing in today's world. I think a lot of people tend to chase, you know, hey, I, there's a better deal over here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch firms. And then they expect their clients to move with them. And we've never done that. We've been with the exact same brokerage firm forever for the whole time. Wow. Um, the other thing is, is that, you know, most advisors work on a transactional basis where, you know, you need a product or a service, we will get it we, and we engage. Well, we also work on a transformational side. And that's where the full team comes on board we got back office teams and then back office, back office teams with, with some incredible intellectual capital that can uh, help our clients get to where they want to go. And that's all we do. I love that. I love that you said relational. I like that the, the non-transactional. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this because I talk about this all the time in business is that, you know, so many times when you're dealing with people in business, you can tell very, very quickly when somebody's being transactional versus relational. And I think that that is so important because if you want to keep your customers happy, you've got to get in there with them. You've got to get in their head. You've got to get in their space. You've got to know their kids, their dogs, their hamster, all of those things. So I think that is huge. And um, I love that you've been in that same, you know, company and industry, because you're right, moving companies and, and taking people with you, you lose credibility when you do that. So I think that that is a very unique thing, and especially to have been in that for quite some time. I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit about, you know, like, wh what do you love about what you get to do? What's the, what's the best part of this? Well, you know, if you get to do what you love to do, and also do the things that you're good at, and delegate everything else. That's what I call the retirement trick. And that's pretty much so where I'm at. So I'm gonna be in front of the clients, I'm going to engage with them, I'm gonna be right there with them, right? And then 
a lot of the actual work gets done by the team after after the initial meeting and and the continual meetings that I have with the client. The the good thing about that is I'm doing the things that I love to do and that I'm good at, and the team members are doing what they love to do and what they're good at. So it's just finding the right people and getting them on the bus, on the right bus, and then getting them in the right seats, and and, and everybody flourishes by doing that. Um, but I call that the retirement trick. So, you know, I that's what we teach our business owner clients. We teach them that, like, the word retirement doesn't make sense. It's more of when can we work make when could we make work optional, and uh, and and that's what I'm I'm working towards myself. Uh, but I'll probably never retire because again I'm doing the retirement trick already, and I will continue to do that. Right. Well, and you've heard the saying, you know, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So that's the thing. I mean, if you're if you're loving what you're doing, then yeah, it's not really work at that point. It becomes more. It. it I mean, you're, yes, you're making an income and you're doing something there, but it. it I think it's. It almost feels like a hobby, so to speak, because you enjoy it enough. And I love that, that you're talking about delegating because I think that's so huge, too, that, you know, so often we feel like we need to wear all the hats. And I always talk about this, you know, when I was in my other, I was in network marketing for a really long time, and I talked about the many hats that I had to wear, and I did these strength finders, and I recognized after doing that, that my strengths were, you know, I'm good at closing people. I'm good at getting people excited and fired up. I'm the, I'm the igniter person, but all the details in between, that's just not something I enjoy doing. Doesn't mean I'm not good. I just don't enjoy it. So finding the right people, I would say I'm the person, you put me with the people that want to start something, I'm going to start it. We need the people to do all the technical and everything behind it. So um, I love yep. that you're doing that because it, it does. You get the people wow. in the right place. And there's a there's a test called the Colby test, mm -hmm. K-O-L-B-E. And uh, it does that very thing. It helps you figure out what your strengths, not just strengths and weaknesses, but it's, your, it's a cognitive skills test on how you approach your work. And everybody in my family has taken it. Everybody in my on my team has been taking that. And then our transformational clients all take that as well. So we can really help them figure out um, how they can engage with their team, with their family, with their spouse, et cetera. And then the last part of that is um, you got to figure out what gives you confidence. And if you can if you can have confidence on a daily basis and start out with that, uh, you're going to do, you're going to thrive. Right. And mine is organizing. Like if I just want to get confidence in something or if I'm having a bad day, all I got to do is go organize something and I'm going to elevate myself right, mentally right. right then. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I organize people's financial futures. So it. I get to do that every day. <laughs> yeah, you get those wins. That's what I was talking about. Celebrate those wins. And that's definitely, it's adding a tool to the tool belt, right? I love it. I love Correct. it. So, you know, um, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to be talking about this Ironman. I'm going to, we got to get into this because I really want to talk about this. We got a lot of athletes in my house. And so that's like my fun stuff to talk about. So let's transition okay. into that. And I want to see how that even correlates with what you're doing, because I always talk about, you know, being an entrepreneur or a business person and being an athlete, there are different sports, but they both require mindset. You have to have a certain amount of mindset. And a lot of athletes are entrepreneurs and vice versa. So tell us, how did you get into the triathlons? Tell us how all this came about as well. Well, um, you know, I help out with the MS-150 bike ride. It's the multiple sclerosis bike ride every year. I've done it for 25 years now. And uh, so I, I brought along a friend of mine who just got a bike <laughs> and I said you're going to do this with me so it's a two-day deal after the first day we're in the hotel he's dying 
he said, you know, you made me do this bike ride. I'm going to make you do a triathlon. I was like, all right, sign me up. So he signs me up. We sign up together. He knows how to do the sprint triathlon, which is the baby, you know, it's a starter mm-hmm. one, right? Right. It's good. And you got to start where you're at. So I'm, I did not train because the bike was easy. I knew how to run. The only thing was a swim. So this is an open water swim. I get out there and half the time I'm on my back floating, trying to just catch my breath because I did not train for that. And um, <laughs> the kayakers kept on coming around asking, are you okay? Are you okay? Right, right. <laughs> so I, I finished, okay, and I passed a bunch of people on the bike because I was a good biker. Um, but it just made me mad. So what did I do? I hired a coach, a swim coach, and he taught me how to swim efficiently. And then I just kept on going from there. So then I went from that race to the next level, which is Olympic. And, and of course, I got that done. And then I hired another swim coach, took me to the next level, and uh, uh, went. And I was like, well, I guess I got to do the half Ironman now. So I went ahead and did that. The Austin one was the first one. And then after I was done with that, I was like, well, I can't stop there. I might as well go for the gusto. Let's, let's sign up. So I signed up for the full First one is in Cozumel, made it a destination vacation, and it was it was good. Um, wow. In fact, before I did that one, I signed up for the Switzerland full Ironman before I even did my first Ironman in Cozumel because you got to sign up for these things because sometimes right. they sell. Them. So um, it was just weird that like I just kind of went anyway, and then I did a third one in Boulder, and I did all three of those fulls within eighteen months. Wow. Um, I was kind of on a terror at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I like that you signed up before you'd already done the other one. Like you were just in it. You're going to do it. You know, it's one of those, yep. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Right. You're just like going to take right. it. And you know, I always talk about this. Like when you're going after things, you assume there are going to be risk and there are going to be things that happen. I talk about potholes all the time, you know, but you just know that you're going to get through it. You're going to make it work. I love it. I love it. So, so you've done three then, or have you done more than this? I've done three fulls. I've done, I think, uh, 11 halves. Wow. Uh, but we now do a lot of these things through destination vacation. Like yeah. I've done the Scholar Half Iron Man, the Hawaii Half Iron Man, you know. So we, we try to put a vacation around it usually. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that's smart. So I know with all this, you know, Corona going on, do you have another one scheduled out there already? Uh, I do. I, ha- I actually got in the lottery for the New York City Triathlon, which is an Olympic version. Yeah. Um, but it's mid-July, okay. and I really doubt it's going to happen. Uh, but I'm ready if it does, because I, uh, I have a swim spa in the backyard, so I can actually swim against the current. So I haven't stopped my training whatsoever, whereas most people, unfortunately, can't go to the gym and train right. in the pools. Um, so... Anyway, yeah, it's been it's been fun. I haven't slowed down at all. Yeah, I love so. it. And I love that you hired a coach, too. That's so important. Like, you were wanting to win this thing. I mean, just for yourself. It's not even about competing with other people. It's competing for yourself. I love that you hired the coach. Because I always talk about, you know, leaders have coaches. You know, they find people that help them get where they need to be. So, and, and the minute you stop having or you know just bettering yourself it's like the day you put yourself in a box and put a lid on it you know so i love that you hired a coach to help you get through that's incredible incredible i always say you're either uh growing or you're dying you cannot stand still this is true i love that this is true so um 
my next question, I, this is kind of a, I, I, this wasn't even a plan. And I want to ask you this question because I always ask athletes this. Do you have any like special restricted diet you're doing or anything that you like to follow when you're training or you just pretty much do your thing? Uh, the biggest thing is, is getting enough protein in after the workout because right. you, you're breaking down the muscles and you got to rebuild them. Well, it's kind of interesting because prior to all of this, uh, I was probably 15 pounds heavier. Um, but I'm, I, you know, now I'm just pretty consistently at the same weight all the time. Um, and the only way that ever changes is if I actually slow down my training because yeah, <laughs> right. the eating tends to stay. Um, I have, uh, I have a habit of, uh, eating sugar. That's my one downfall. And, uh, so, but you know, I, I work out enough to offset that. So I'm okay. Yeah. The sugar, that, that sugar is, I'm actually a low carber, so that's not, not, always a big deal. I'm not going to lie and say I never like it because I, you know, and Andy's custard that they have here, like that is kind of probably my one glutton yep. thing. If they, if I can get there Andy and get that, <laughs> but yep. I am pretty good about limit, you know, leaving the sugar on the table, but um, yeah, you're burning some massive calories there and, you know, and you're probably not having to worry too much, but I love that you're still training. I think that's great. And you're staying focused on that. This is kind of a, you know, I want to talk about like mindset because this is kind of what my whole show is about. It's about the mindset. You know, I'm a big believer in having tenacity and grit and overcoming. So how do you feel about these two? Like, how do these two things, sim you know, are, are similar for you being this, you know, president of this company and then doing these Ironmans? What's the similarity in the mindset for you? Well, it, it truly comes down to, like you said earlier, persistence and tenacity. Um, those are my two biggest strengths, I think. And it's what helps me, well, it's what helped me stay in this business early on. Because when you start your own business, I don't care what kind it is, it's going to take some grit, like you said, tenacity, persistence. Um, in this business, it's the same thing. Uh, I help uh, mentor a lot of new advisors that come into this type of a world. And if without some mentor, you're going to have a tough time. I had a mentor. Uh, my mentor just retired a couple of years ago. He, he was in this industry for 50 years. And when I came in, I actually invigorated his firm because he was starting to get complacent and tired after about 25 years. And then, you know, I showed up and I gave him renewed energy. So I think, you know, he helped me by being my mentor, but I also helped him by giving him some new capacities and uh, broadening his thought process and just giving him something to look forward to. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Awesome. All right. So any good books you're reading right now? You know, uh, not right now, but I'm sure you've heard of The Pursuit of Happiness. I have. Yep. Uh, that's a movie, right? Yep. 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 <laughs> that's a, I love that movie. Um, the best part is the joke that the little kid tells. You guys can go watch it to, to get right, that one. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, the, the, the other part is the happiness advantage. Have you heard of that book? I haven't heard of that one. Well, take a look at it because I, I believe the author might live in Dallas. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm so gonna maybe you can get a show even, huh? That would be good, yeah. Something For sure, yeah. So who would you say has been your greatest influencers? You kind of talked yeah, a little think, bit about the mentors. Yeah, we were talking a little bit, but anybody else yeah. that stands out? Well, Zig Ziglar has always been, you know, I mean, the, the, the original motivator, if you ask me. Right. And 
and uh, you know his lineage carries on, which is pretty awesome. But I, when I, um, so I'm a, I, I have a, I'm married to Sonia, and it's a blended family. So we we're both divorced and remarried, and it's the best blessing in the world for both of us. It's been uh, a match made in heaven. Um, and you know, going through my divorce, I actually sought out uh, Zig. And I actually wrote him a letter and because I was just having a tough time. Anyway, he wrote, he actually wrote back. Oh, wow. And sent me the book, you know, um, see you at the top and signed it and wrote a note. I mean, it was, I mean, he was huge at the time and I yeah. never expected to hear back and he did. And I just, I still remember that. I have the, I have that book. That's so. awesome. No, that is huge. I, I think that's, yeah, that is huge. Wow. Wow. Cool stuff mm -hmm. there. All right. Cool. So I'm going to switch gears on you and get a little fun here. These are kind of what I call my rapid fires. I always like to humanize my people, you know, because I bring all these amazing athletes and entrepreneurs on here. And I always feel like people kind of think they're like special. And I'm like, you know, they're just everyday ordinary people like the rest of us. They just do extraordinary things, right? So I like to make a little fun here. So these are cool. very easy for you. So are you a morning or night person? Talking about my sleep doctor, morning or night? I suppose when I was younger, I, I consider myself a night person. But uh, in reading all these motivational books and hearing everybody speak, Everybody said, get up early, get up early. Right. So that's what I did. I just conditioned myself to get up earlier and earlier and earlier. And if I ever try to carve out more time in the day, you know where I carve it out, I get up earlier and it works. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I get up and I go work out. That's the first thing. And I get my, my, my reward is my shake right afterwards. It's the exact same thing I've eaten, drank for five years now. I've maybe six in a row. Wow. I have not changed. Um, yeah, kind of a creature habit, but morning, I would say. I love it. Well, I eat bacon and eggs every day, so I can, I can totally relate to that. I'm ba like, I get up, I work out, eat my bacon and eggs every single day. Yeah. Like, no surprise there what Jennifer's going to have for breakfast, right? So, but no, they always talk about, you know, like the 5 a.m. club. You got to be part of the 5 a.m. club, you know? Yeah. And so, I, funny, I, I say oddly enough, I used to be a night owl, and I don't know, like the last... I want to say maybe three or four years, somehow I just like switched. And it's weird because even on the days when I try to sleep in, like, I'm like, I'm going to sleep till eight. I can't even get past six. Like I can't, I'm up every day. Like it's crazy. I go to bed at one in the morning. I'm still up at 6am. I'm like, what is that? So, all right. Dog or cat person? Oh, definitely dog. Because you got a um, curly. Well, yeah. And I, you know, uh, I, I guess we sent you an, a little bit outdated. To, um, the day before Easter this year, we lost our little dog. Oh, he was 13 years old. I'm sorry. Was, yeah, it was a tough time. My wife is, is having a hard time with it still. I, I always said when we lose Curly, um, it's going to be a tough year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kinda but, um, you know, it, it happens. It's it's how it, – it's a circle of life, right? Yeah. But, um, no, so we'd, we'd say dog. Yep. Gotcha. Got well, I'm sorry to hear that. I know that's hard. We've been down that road a few times, so I totally get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. All right. What would you say is your favorite food? Well, uh, probably ice cream, you know, that sugar thing. Yeah. You like Andy's? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like custard. My, that's like my favorite. It's a mile away from my house. Yeah. It's, it's, all, yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. I could eat, yeah. I, Kirk, I could eat ice cream every day. 
like every day. <laughs> every after every meal. Yes, I'm. I don't even need food. Like I have. Like this is a joke in my house because like if I'm gonna splurge, I have to have the debate: is it food or ice cream? Right. You know, I'm gonna pick. I will pick ice cream over food. No kidding. I will pick it over food yeah. or over over regular food. All right, summer or winter. Well, I guess I'll say summer because I can do more of the fun things I like to do in the summer. Yeah. True. But I can't live without winter because I love snow skiing. Mm. So, where, where so do you the, go? go ahead. I'm so, sorry. Well, we I go all over the place. Okay. So Colorado, Utah generally, right? But Mogul, okay, came from that 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 name came from the the love of snow skiing. That's oh, how wow. that name got formed. Yeah. So so if you go to our website, you'll see the logo actually is a mountain. Very cool. I love it. I love it. So if our listeners wanted to come check you out, learn a little bit more about the company and then learn a little bit more about your Ironman, who knows? We might have somebody on here that is inspired, decides they want to become an athlete all of a sudden, right? So where would they come find you? Where would they locate you? So real simple. It's just mogulwealth.com, M-O-G-U-L, wealth.com. And that's it. And uh yeah, I mean, I, I definitely talk to a lot of people about business, but I also talk to a lot of people about my triathlon world. Um, you know, I've, I've utilized a coach there as well, not just a swim coach, but a yeah. full triathlon coach. Uh, and it, I use I used TriDot. Uh, I think it's one of the best out there. So. Love it. I love it. No, I think this is great. I love it. And um, you're right. I mean, you you get you probably I have a feeling you and I probably know a few of the same people because I'm in the running community and I know some of these people overlap. And it's so funny how I'll be somewhere and I'll be like, hey, I'll hear this name come. I'm like, wait a minute, I know that person. You know, and they always talk about in Dallas or, or, or any, really anywhere they talk about the six degrees of separation. And I always say in Dallas, it's more like two degrees, you know, like somebody knows sure. somebody you know. <laughs> so I would yeah. be surprised if we have some common common analogies with some people in there. So I love all this. I, I think it's great. And um, I love what you're doing. And and I, you know, I think it's one of those things I talk about it all the time. You, you, you know, you have to have a certain amount of tenacity and grit to pull these things off, whether it's a sport or it's, you know, owning a business, because they all require you to, to work through things and ha be an overcomer. You've got to get through those things. So I love all that about you. And I will, when we put this out, I'll be sure that we put your contact information so that everybody can follow up and, and check you out. So cool. with that said, I do want to tell our listeners, if you enjoy our podcast, please be sure that you give us a rating both on iTunes and Facebook, because of course we can't do this without you. And check out our YouTube page. Click the subscribe button on there. We would appreciate that. And with that, I'm going to wrap up with our mantra. And Kirk, stay on the line. Don't leave me here yet. So it's a great day to be brave. You might as well start now. You have the power to change your circumstances any day you decide. Let today be that day. Rise up, be amazing, be you, do you. All right, you guys take care, be safe, and be kind to one another. We'll see you next time.